Hello, my beautiful survivors. This is Karina, the host and creator of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. 25 years ago, I survived a brainstem dissection that led me to coma and a locked-in syndrome. Years ago, I decided to make this podcast with one mission in mind, to make one person around the world feel better about their situation. Turns out that this is a top five podcast worldwide in its category. I think we're reaching more than one person. Don't you think? My episodes are short and sweet, filled with hacks and how-tos, how I got to survive this world as a stroke survivor. And I can tell you, it was not an easy task, but I was up for the challenge. My mission is here to empower, inspire, and give hope, and show you stroke survivors that there is so much life to live after stroke. Welcome to season four of Stroke Surviving the Odds. Today's episode is going to be very interactive. I always ask a lot of questions. Of course, you cannot talk to me directly in person, but you can talk to me via Facebook on Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page or on Instagram at SSTO underscore the podcast. Today's episode is going to be how to use your stroke to your advantage. My participant in my group on Facebook, Wade Adam, is the one who brought this to my attention and he's a very big contributor. He puts a lot of posts out there. He's very active and he's amazing and he has a wonderful story. And he's the one who inspired me this morning, him and a couple of others actually. So I try to keep my show very interactive, very um, relevant to my listeners of podcasts as well as my contributors in my groups. What do you think Wade meant when he said, use your stroke to your advantage? If you're a brand new listener of Stroke Surviving the Odds, welcome and thank you so much for choosing to be here. I'll invite you to listen to my three previous seasons. That way you'll get a better feel of who I am, how I am, my flow, and my vibe. This idea of using my stroke to my advantage started 25 years ago. I was actually at, um, in rehab with my social worker. And we were talking, she was asking on how I prepared meals and whatnot. And I was telling her that I always use fresh ingredients and fresh vegetables. And she brought to my attention, yes, but Karina, right now you had a stroke and you don't have the energy you used to. So it's okay to use frozen produce. And it actually took me a while to get that. But her, our conversation and what she had said really meant to use the stroke to my advantage, that it's okay not to use all the fresh produce that I usually do. Further along, when I did get a job, and often I would know what I had to do, but I would have a memory blank. And I knew it wasn't me. It was simply the way it was. And... If one of my coworkers would comment, I would tell them, I'm sorry, but I had a stroke and my brain knows what it knows, but I forget about it. 
And today, fast forward, when I take public transportation and people are seeing me in the first seat reserved for handicapped or pregnant women, and I'm sitting there, they will say, because they see a younger girl all fixed up with makeup and all that, and they'll say, excuse me, and I'll say, I'm sorry, but I need this seat. Not because I don't look sick means that I am not sick. That's something that is very important for you to understand and for you to make other people understand. Not because you do not look sick, that means you're not. You get it? I often talk about the stroke being like a tornado where you, the survivor, are the eye of the tornado. But what happens when there's a tornado that hits? There's debris and flying cars and all kinds of things flying all around, right? So it's the same thing when you have a stroke. You have family and friends and conversation problem and money problems and this and that. And it's never ending. And it's a whirlwind. And it's totally, totally, totally okay for you to use your stroke to your advantage when you see fit whoever you're talking to, whatever the circumstances are. What's not okay is to use your disability as a crutch. I'm not going to do this because I had a stroke. I'm not going to get up from my couch because I had a stroke and I'm depressed. That's not okay, guys. The reason why I went about being who I am now and being comfortable with how I am now is because I, I, because I got up my ass. I did use my disability to my advantage, but I also n never used it as a crutch because I'd still be on my couch. I'd still be in my bed right now. <laughs> I wouldn't have accomplished and this podcast would not be a number five. And I would not have accomplished all the other stuff that I have done had I used it as a, dis as a crutch. I did, however, said to my, say to my boss sometimes, you know, I'm a survivor and I have disability and I can't put stuff on the top shelf. Or I can't bring heavy boxes to the counter. I used my disability because it is what it is, right? But I never used it to say I'm not going to do something because I'm a survivor. No way, Jose. If you've been a follower of mine for quite some time, you know that I'm all about feelings and about alignment, mind, body, and emotions. I have a question a rhetorical one for you guys. Which one of these is action-oriented? I wish, I want, or I have? Let me know on my Facebook group at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page. Then I have Tony. Tony is another one that's very, very, very big participant in my group and he's talking about in his video how he doesn't want to sugarcoat it usually his videos are always on a positive note but today he's feeling a little bit blue and you know what totally understandable and okay 
whether you had a stroke two weeks ago or you had a stroke 25 years ago, when you're tired, when you're feeling depressed and blue, when you're rubbing your eyes like a child because you're tired, your body is tired and your brain is tired, you don't need to sugarcoat it. You can just say how it is and you need a break. And anybody who complains about it is not human. Yeah, I just said that. Yes, they're not human. They don't understand. And they probably never will. So screw them, right? But you need to know that when you're feeling down and depressed and you're having those blues moment, the only difference between you guys and me is because I've been doing this survivor game for so long. I found out what works for me. I know when I'm down, when I'm blue. I don't stay down and depressed very long. But what I do is that I allow myself to feel it. I usually make myself a plate of pasta because that is comfort food. I might have a glass of wine, an extra glass of water maybe, because wine is not the best way to go. But definitely pasta for sure. <laughs> if a piece of chocolate makes it for you, if a chocolate bar, if a whole stack works for you, whatever works, whatever floats your boat in order to get you out of your funk. That's the advice I can give you. But don't ever feel guilty or ever feel bad. And having that feeling that you need to sugarcoat stuff because you need to be Superman and Superwoman after having had a stroke. That is not the case. Take the time you need, but do come back, please. And thirdly, I have Mike Bloom, also a very big participant in my group. And he's also having a blue day today. And he commented how he's tired of the stroke life. Are you tired of the stroke life? How do you deal with it? I'd like to hear about it on Facebook at stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page. How do you deal with being tired, being fed up? of this. I can tell you guys this. When I have to do something and um, like right now I have a tendonitis in my right elbow, no in my right shoulder sorry and I have a bursitis in my right elbow. Therefore that is from overusage because I use it more than my left affected side. So right now I'm trying to light the lights at work because I have uh, three floors of lighting to open and doors to unlock and whatnot. So I do try to use my left hand, but it, it pisses me off. I won't lie about it. It pisses me off and it takes some time. And I say, well, fuck it. And I use my one, my one good hand, my right side, but then I'm in pain, right? And it's my own fault. I have nobody to blame but myself. But there doesn't need to be any blame because it is what it is. So I can understand when when you guys feel like you're done with this shit. But at the same time, it is what it is, guys. You can say you're done with it. Well, what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to complain about it? Or are you going to do something about it, my love? 
You know, the best thing to do when you're tired of shit is to acknowledge that it's there. It's not going anywhere. It is what it is. Don't deny it. Don't be in denial. But the best way to deal with it is to take action. So for me, the best way to deal with it is by saying, fuck it, and I use my right hand. Not the most intelligent thing I can do, right? But that's what I choose to do. And I'm in pain, and it's my fault, and it's my, my problem, and it's on me. What do you do when you're tired of this stroke life? What action do you actually take to make it that much more bearable? For lack of better words. Just think about it. There's little things that we can do on a daily basis that are pleasant. We are so often focused on the negative of things. We are so focused on the hassle of stuff that we don't see the beautiful little things that happen along the way. I often... I tell you guys, the show is aimed for stroke survivors, yes. But I also ask that you flip everything around into your own life context. If you're a listener right now and you're not a, uh, a stroke survivor, but you are either a caregiver or a survivor of anything else that's traumatic, I wish that you use everything you, you hear in this podcast to your personal customization if you will <laughs> make sense make it work for you i have all the faith in you now you have to have faith in yourself as you see a free flow when i do my episodes i don't sugarcoat anything and i don't write i bullet point and then i speak from the heart I apologize if I've offended a couple of you because I practice tough love. But that tough love is what got me out of my funk, what got me to take action on my life. So I don't know anything else but practice tough love. But at the same time, I have a lot of understanding for what you guys are going through. And at the end of the day, we all deal with it in different ways, whatever works for you. So today's episode, we talked about how to use your stroke to your advantage, how to also not sugarcoat your emotion and take them for what they are, and also to go ahead and take action. When you feel tired of this stroke life, go right ahead and take action. This is what we talked about today, and today's episode was inspired by three of my very good friends and very uh, big participants in my Facebook group. I'm going to leave you Just like I always do, telling you how much I love and appreciate every single one of you. And I hope to see you guys soon. Love you. Bye.